and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that'll slice and dice or praise and hype a movie. Each and every month there's a thing, and as it's July, I'm doing Gay American Pie in July, which is also part of the summer of same sex. This is my look at eating out movies. So we're on to movie number two, which came out three years after the first movie, with half of the original cast. Gone is Ryan Kearns. Gone is Scott Langford. And gone is the happy endings of the original movie. So what do we have left? Well, a rehash of the original, with a new hunk willing to show all for his big break. In this case, Marco Darper. I mean... There's nothing much to this movie at all. It's basically just a rinse and repeat of the original movie, which to me is just fucking lazy. Typical sequel bog standard shit. Interesting little story for you here. This was the second date of my now partner. Uh, I took him to a gay film festival, and this was one of the films that were shown. So let's just say this was quite an interesting date we had. Mm. Anyway, with a new director in the chair... Grab a fork and have some sloppy seconds. With its unknown budget, this thing pulled in $37,000. How in the hell there's five of these movies is beyond me. I mean, hmm. Starring Jim Varasis, Emily Stiles, Rebecca Cochin, Marco Dapper and Mink Stoll. Directed by Philip J. Bartell of The Plot. Some time has passed since events of part one. How much time? Who knows? Could be three weeks, could be three days, could be three years. Mark has now dumped Kyle, so he teams up with Gwen and Tiffany to bag a new man in town. He is a life model, Troy. That is an artistic life model, not a bloody robot. However, Kyle wants him to join a pretty getaway group. What the fuck? Who, if any, will win this hapless hunk's heart? I find out here. So as with the other movie, this opens up on a porn scenario. It's a daydream, however, as we see Gwen's new boyfriend, who is of course unnamed, mess around with another unnamed surfer dude. So when the unnamed boyfriend says he's not gay and is interested in man-on-man action, Gwen, once again played by Emily Stiles, dumps his ass and pulls a huge dildo, like that too, and goes to town. Seriously, love, who the fuck hurt you? Also, what happened to your other bubble-butt boyfriend? Was it Caleb, wasn't it? What happened to him? Hmm. Anyway, on to Kyle, once again played by Jim Varus, fighting with Mark, played by Brett Chuckerman. Uh, get, you couldn't get Ryan Kearns because he was busy with Desperate Housewives, but oh my god, the replacement is about six inches shorter and not as buff. Take that, Kearns. I mean, that's a great fucking move. Slap on your straight actor who played gay for this one role and show off for his role. I mean, hmm. Still, could be worse. They could all die in orgy and be forgotten about in a twist on The Wizard of Oz, looking at you and I'll get a sequel. So Kyle forces Mark into the waiting arms and legs of a buff pretty boy due to Kyle's own body image insecurities. And wow, they really do take a shit on this first movie, don't they? Christ almighty. Still, never mind, onwards and upwards, on to the next straight to gay guy then. On to the reintroduction of Tiffany, played once again by Rebecca Cochin. She is still doing her best for his mom, as she's blowing some random dude on the side of the street. I'm right there on the side of the street. 
telling him his splooge tastes like it's five days old. That's fucking disgusting. Never mind. Six minutes in, the main cast leftovers all meet in the park, and from then I'm going to call these bitter old queens, or a B-O-Q. To bitch and moan about men, with Tiffany saying she wants to be seen more as tits and arse. She wants to be seen more of a more than a slut, rather. I mean, she wants to have a good guy. Ugh. And Gwen, who wants to have a good man, she can turn gay. And then she has an artistic flair, what the fuck? And then we have Kyle, who just wants some D. Speaking of him, he's on the phone to his mum, played by Mink Stoll, about how he misses Caleb, and he wishes he was still in town, and indeed gay. So they just cut him out of the bloody film then. Hmm. Not seven minutes into this, and it takes a huge dump on all of the characters from the first movie, because apparently he, go he went to a... Was a gay conversion cap or some shit like that they done to you? What the fuck? Moving on to an art class as the overly camp teacher, unnamed one of course, is practically foaming at the zip at the thought of this new life model in all his glory. He is Troy, played by Marco Dapper, in his very first movie. Not one minute on screen, and everyone wants to fuck him. Also, name it said, we get to see his dick. Which is fake, I think. I've never seen one that just hangs it like a fucking cooked noodle. I mean, also, which rubber as fuck. I mean, if you're going to have a fake dick, make it look realistic. Still, not to worry, showing how much of a slag she actually, or slut she actually is. Tiffany, not ten seconds in, throws her pencil clean across the room, right in front of Troy's dick to get a closer look. Not wanted to be a slut, my Aunt Fanny. Once class is over, all three BOQs are all over Troy like a bad fucking rash. Oh yes, and spot Q Alan Brocker in the front row as a male student. Getting a fucking front row glance at this guy's dick, hey? Anywho, the BOQ tried to outsmose uh, each other for Troy's attention. He is either too dumb or just playing games with these people as he walks off to be with his gay roommate, who is of course all over him, which you never know, actually see, but he drops it four or five times in the front of the movie. Cut to Mark making out with some random pretty boy. Nope, it's Gwen, using their sexting for art purposes. Oh dear. Mark takes his trick to the bedroom and that pisses off Gwen. So cut to Kyle perving over a pretty boy as Mark is chatting him up. He's whining to Tiffany. He preceded with him, saying, quote, as soon as a gay, sorry, as soon as gays are even a little bit bored in a relationship, he will chat up some random guy, and then when the relationship is over, he jumps their bones, unquote. Tiffany says he's fucking paranoid, but Kyle says, oh, gays do so. Do you know some? Fuck this movie. 16 minutes in, and it's starting the same homophobic shit as the other one did. Unless, of course, they're talking about fucking Weho skanks, then mm, I have no idea. So Gwen pulls Troy out of fucking nowhere uh, to show off uh, him to the BOQs. Is she now dating him? I mean, uh, nope. She's paying him in singles 50 bucks to strip naked. Not to be outdone, however, Tiffany pulls out a bag of wheat as Kyle pulls out a six-pack of beer because it's dropped earlier that Troy will strip for a six-pack of beer, a bag of weed, or 50 bucks. So, he's easy then. 
Cut to the classroom. It's a private class as Troy strips for the BOQs. Gwen hits him with 20 questions about his sexual preferences, his sex life, etc, etc. He tells them that he is straight mostly. Then he continues, he had plenty of girls in high school. Yeah mate, because you're 18. However, he missed him with his best male mate in high school. But he couldn't be gay because it's quote-unquote too much like hard work. He then tells them there's a parade gateway camp he wants to join to quote fix him. So within seconds, Gwen says that Kyle is a member of this group as he is a quote-unquote ex-gay and a plan is born. Okay, double fuck this movie. This one is even more insulting than the last fucking movie. So Troy thinks that Tiffany and Kyle are a couple, so these two play along in the vain attempt at getting into this dumbass's fucking pants. So Troy wants Kyle to take him to one of the meetings and be his sponsor. Who in the fuck wrote this crap? The director? That'll spit my ass me Gertrude. Who would have thought this homophobic crap comes from somebody who did three shitty gay movies? Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, so Troy heads to the toilets to quote-unquote fluff up. This gives the BOQs a chance to concoct a plan for Kyle to get into Troy's pants. To play straight and Kyle until Kyle wears down Troy's defences, then he will sleep with him? The fuck? Okay, this is a bit like, weird, because outside the dorms, Mark sees Troy and instantly wants him, because gays can't fucking stick to one person. As soon as they see a muscled guy, their knickers drop like fucking prices on Black Friday. I mean, mm. Also, it cuts from Troy going to a toilet to fluff up his penis, and then it cuts to Mark... Yeah, Mark's him outside the dorm rooms. This is fucking weird. Anyway, Kyle then spots this, so takes him arm in arm to the Pretty Gayaway meeting. As inside the meeting, we meet Conservative leader Jacob, played by Scott Vicarus, I think I pronounced his name, who then introduces the rest of the ex-gays. Octavio, played by Adrian Quinson, I think I pronounced his name, who is all over Troy, and indeed Kyle, which is weird. Alan, played by James Bobby, and Devin, played by Joseph Morales, who again is all over Troy. Pray to give me my Aunt Fanny. Mark smells bullshit, so Gwen spills everything about their plan. Jacob tells the group the chapter has picked him to make an advert to promote this quote-unquote pray the getaway crap. Also, his mother will be there with his entire council. He thinks... His genius idea of homo no more will be everywhere within a week. Should not be homo no more. It's kind of catchy, is it not? Oh, that is racist. Eh. Actually, it's kind of racist, John. So, oh, I don't know about that one. Anyway, the one girl in this group tells the story of how she sucked some random goth guy's dick after she drank an entire keg of beer. She then tells the story all but throwing up because she's a bloody lesbian, but this guy is forcing her to suck. Oh, never mind. Next. Jacob forces another ex-gay to tell all the dirty little details of the sex he had with his beard. Oh, sorry, girlfriend. This pervert is getting fucking off in it. Like I've always said, these anti-gay folk are all fucking closet case screamers. Just notice, not one guy in this isn't buff. All of them, even Kyle, is well fucking built. Because there's no such thing as a skinny or indeed a fat gay. They're all buff fucking muscle pretty boys. Oh my god. Next, 
Kyle tells the story of how he's a former gay, how he lived the quote-unquote gay lifestyle until his heart was broken one time too many, and now he finds comfort in the arms and the legs of Tiffany. Jacob then spews his poisonous crap, saying, stereotypical gay, they're all over you until you put out, and then they're on to bigger and better things. Yeah, mate. And how about instead of spewing this toxic speech shit, you find a nice guy to date, not some walking mattress with fucking sullen door arse. Jesus Christ, man. Anyway, once done, outside, Jacob tells Kyle he'll be watching him, and this goes fucking nowhere. It's a really sinister, I'm watching you sort of scenario because he doesn't believe he's a former gay, and it goes fucking nowhere. So what was the point in that scene? So Troy tells Kyle he likes how much he likes the girls and can't wait to get to know him more. The two shake hands because it's manly. As from the shadows, Mark watches on, finding Troy getting changed for another art class. He walks in and tells him he's a life model too, and he starts to strip off Troy's eyes on stocks, as they bulge out more than his fucking muscles do. In walks the old queen art teacher, who is... An ex-gay also indeed married. Who the fuck wrote this shit? His eyes are all over the naked Mark indeed Troy's body. Yeah, ex-gay my arse. Anyway, Mark tells Troy he's not his type. Bullshit! This deflates Troy in more ways than one. Then why the fuck are you eye-fucking this guy then, you... mm. So Mark then tells him he lost the quote love of his life only recently. Then asks if... He needs a workout partner, which apparently is code for a fuck buddy. Uh, again, West Hollywood. On a run, Mark bumps into Kyle and Tiffany, who are on a power walk, and this is awkward as fuck, as Troy asks him if he knows Kyle, with Mark saying, why yes, he had a crush on me. Kidding. Kyle then pulls Troy aside to warn her off Mark, saying he's a fucking player and a liar. Tiffany then tells Mark, she can't keep her hands off Kyle, so he tells her to, quote, get him hard in public. When Kyle has a problem with this, Mark mocks him. What in the fuck? So, not wanting to get hard in public, which is against the fucking law, even if you're a fucking nudist, makes him not gay. Oh, sorry, makes him gay rather, not straight. Okay, I get the fact he is actually gay trying to get into Troy's knickers, but what the fuck? Who wrote this garbage? So, Troy asks them to kiss, which Tiffany does, as Kyle is over her like a fucking wet fucking rag. I mean, what the fuck? He's supposed to be gay and hating this, but he, he's kissing her like his fucking life depends on it. What the, up pulls his mum in a car to ask who the fuck she is, and indeed what the hell is happening. She then says she is happy he is straight, and she will phone everyone in the family to tell them he is straight. She then walks off all happy and chirpy. As back home, Kyle, with Tiffany in tow, bitches and moans about the games that Mark is playing. Wait, the games he's fucking playing? You are, oh my god, pot meets kettle, you are both black. In walks Octavio to hit on Kyle. What? He then tells him Jacob is secretly gay. Octavio then drops his jeans and he flashes his arse to camera. And he makes it with Kyle right in front of the front door, which is wide open. Because nobody has heard of privacy in this fucking town, apparently. I mean, you've got people getting blown in the street, you've got people getting hard in the street, there's fucking guys running around in jock straps, and there's guys getting blown with the door wide open. I mean, hello, privacy. 
Oh my god, back to Mark and Troy after their, their run. Mark hits on Troy yet again, but he shoots him down saying no thanks. What in the fuck? On to Mark whining to Gwen that he can't get anywhere with Troy. She tells him not to worry about Kyle because apparently Troy wants Kyle because he thinks he's the ultimate alpha. Uh, anyway, she tells him not to worry about Kyle. He's non-threatening like soy milk. Where is he's more like full fat cream. Gay cream, as she says, for God's sake. God, love, just suck this guy's dick out of your fucking system, love. I mean, she then adds, Troy is almost a blank slate, a sketch that he needs to be shaded in by him. God, no wonder she's a fucking all alone. She's a fucking vapid, disgusting bitch. Cut to Kyle and Troy on their quote-unquote straight date, watching American football on TV. So once the game is over, Kyle turns to Troy to tell him Tiffany is okay with him, quote, playing with the boys, and hits on Troy heavily. He continues, she wants a three-way with him. So Troy tells the story of the one time he had a three-way. He was needed ever, as it was two girls and him. Plus, he couldn't find a G-spot, so they just used him as a, I don't know, walking dildo, I'm guessing. Then he asked Kyle to show him how to eat someone out. As you do, I mean, you just make this guy a lesson four days ago but you're going to moving on so Kyle uses Troy's fingers and he slobbers all over them oh my god Tiffany barges in and spoils Kyle's fun next day while out for a run with Mark who has been perving on all the fucking pretty boys Troy asks him how he how and when he knew he was gay Mark says he was 12 or 13 and it was the best thing that happened to him because he can't have the quote unquote perfect life Kids, house, cars, and it's a marriage. Because gays can't have kids, own a house, or have a happy life. Get fucked, movie. I mean. <sighs> Cut to Mark's house, where he tells Troy while stripping out of his work gear, because of course, Kyle's mom was okay with Kyle being gay. Now she's happy he's quote unquote straight. She's. She loves him no matter what. So Troy says, but what is she really was happy with him being straight and she really wasn't happy with him being gay. Maybe she's just saying that because she wants grandkids and she wants a straight son. You want to know something? Fuck this movie over to the fucking moon and back. This movie is utter gutter trash. I mean, what is this supposed to be for? This thing is not funny. If it's supposed to be satire, it's not funny. If it's supposed to be a straight drama, it's not funny. It's just fucking lame. I mean, this is why I hate watching gay bloody dramas or gay movies, they're all fucking boring. It's all about some muscle pretty boy whining how he can't find the perfect bloody man. And then he fucking, oh, he does six, uh, 62 hours in the fucking gym every bloody well day and then, oh, I'm so vapid, I have to shag around, but I want a perfect, I'll get fucked. Dear God. Anyway, in walks Gwen, just as Mark was about to drop his drop jock strap. She tells them both to freeze as she will draw them. I guess you'll paint like one of these French girls then. She demands they pose for her as she draws them in multiple multiple pictures of them in increasingly sexual poses. Wow, that went from zero to hundred fucking fast. She then pulls a camera to quote unquote document this event. One minute later, both men are all but naked and Troy is putty in Mark's hand. Gwen is loving this and did his her fucking basement has flooded multiple bloody well times. Seconds later, her camera's memory card is full. Remember the things that were shit? 
So off she goes to upload them to the web. What? Leaving Troy in a sweaty mess with Mark on top of him. Mark then blows Troy as soon as Gwen fucking leaves the room. Second later, he comes. So he then blows Mark. But Mark can't finish as he looks at a picture of him and Kyle. Why you would have a picture of your ex still on, on your mantelpiece is beyond me. Mark walks off, hat in hand, flashing the camera, his goods, as, as you do. I mean, apparently this is a must-have for these movies to flash their dicks. To Gwen, telling her he still loves Kyle, then why the fu- Oh, never mind. Troy spots the photograph of Mark and Kyle, then overhears Gwen telling Mark things are going all to plan. Upon hearing this, Troy gets dressed and leaves. Troy then runs to Kyle to spill out what he did with Mark, then tells both him and Tiffany he wants to have a threesome with them right now. Tiffany, of course, is all over him, as is Kyle, as Troy asks Kyle to show him how to eat a pussy. I hate that word, but moving on. With Mark and Gwen watching on from the window, because these are fucking perverts. Tiffany forces Kyle to eat her out, as Troy watches on, half-bloody naked. So Troy then gets dressed and walks out as in barges Gwen and Mark to act all high and mighty until Troy puts them all in their fucking places rightfully bloody well. So, about how fucked it is to play with his emotions just for the shits and giggles of it all. How he is sexually confused and yet they're just playing him because he's a dumb pretty boy. But he still likes them and wants to continue being friends. How much of a fucking dormant are you, mate? I mean... So Gwen outright asks him, what's like better, sucking dick or eating pussy? He says both, he's bi, and with that, the B.O.Q.'s shout, there's no such thing, in fucking unison. And wow, you're really hitting all the LGBT fucking posts right there in one foul fucking swoop. Jesus Christ, this just can't be any more insult if it tried. Mark says, quote, at least you'll get a chance of a happy life being bi. Again, fuck this movie, so gays can't be happy. Oh my god, this movie is so fucked. So, the BOQ has come up for a plan to stop Jacob's prey, the gay away, bollocks. Because that's what you're going to do next. I mean, Gwen turns the one girl back to a lesbian with one kiss. Kyle then turns the others against Jacob. Cut to an awkwardly inserted scene of Kyle's mum telling him she's unhappy he's straight. Luckily he's not then. She thinks he'll be boring as fuck because straights are boring, whereas all she wants is the quote perks of a gay lifestyle, such as watching the Tonys, watching the Oscars and going shopping. Who in the fuck wrote this? Anyway, Tiffany gets Troy to seal shut all of the porta porties all but one, as Octavio pulls Jacob into one where the two of them fuck. Tiffany wheels the toilets into the Pray the Gay Away lobby. Right in front of them, actually. By the way, they don't feel this thing moving. Yeah, right. As Jacob comes over his mother in complete shock. Because the pull the door opened and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, moving on. Tiffany bags Troy. Gwen then bags the lesbian. Kyle and Mark get back together again. Jacob comes out to his mother as gay. As the Pray the Gay Away camp just falls to fucking pieces. As credits roll. So that was eating out two sloppy seconds. And sloppy is fucking right. This movie 
is a poor rehash of a poor idea from the shitty original. I hated everyone on screen. This message is all over the fucking place. I mean, they say that buys don't exist. You can't be happy if you're gay. Only straights can have happier lives. And you can pray the gay away. You can be an ex-gay and this and that and blah, 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 blah. And being gay is just a lifestyle. It's, it's a choice. I mean, fuck this movie. Love who you want to love. Be you. Be kind and be real. Fuck this movie and fuck Hollywood forcing this shit down your fucking throat. Just be your true authentic self. Be safe, be happy and bloody just be yourself. Anyway, I'm going to give this a piece of shit movie. Minus one out of ten. Still, come back next week as I look at part three. Oh, you can eat. Then the rest of the month is the rest of the movies. I think there's two more. So don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's a Johnny's a Pod. Check out my other franchise podcasts of Aliens, Batman, House, Resident Evil and more. Also my solo podcast of Nightmare on Street 2, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, Child's Play and many, many, many more. Eh? Bye. And remember, I watch these bad movies so I don't have to. Mm-hmm.